Hello, hello. Kendall, hey. how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. We're in a we're in a little bit of an off day today compared to uh, previous ones where we usually do it right after the episode, but we're we're here. We're here. And you started it the same way Cole starts every episode with hello, hello. So- I guess I did. So we're off to, you know, there's some routine, even unconsciously. Yeah. 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 Scuffed substitute Cole is here to uh, to give you the, the recap. Yeah. Do we want to get right into it? I Before we do, can I just say, I'm pretty sure that today is just about the exact anniversary of the last time that Cole abandoned you and me <laughs> to have a really fun time in Barcelona. And you and I watched Survivor instead. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just a tradition at this point that yeah. he has to leave us behind and then we just do something around Survivor. Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's a good tradition. I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did you like the episode? It was good. It was spicy. I am very excited to finally see some cracks in this broad tribe who have just like decimated the brains and belligerents so far. It is exciting to see the big guys come down a little bit um yeah yeah, but it was exciting I really like I really did not know that like I was I really was not sure how it was gonna go um yeah right up until the end there it was right until the end where we had to like show who voted who just so that everyone's actually clear yeah because there were a lot of moving parts and I mean clearly we saw at the end with like Craig's little montage or little like view into next week's episode that um not everyone there was even clear on what was happening yeah and his and his face at the end of the tribal council too where he's just completely shocked um and as a person who was on the jury we were also extremely shocked by the result of this tribal council yeah what did you think i don't think anyone expected shervin yeah uh, especially when we saw both like Sydney and Kristen get votes to start, and there's like Shervin, 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 Shervin. Yeah. Um, I think we were like most of us were going in like it's gonna be Kristen. They're gonna walk to the end, blah blah blah. And then yeah, the game changed. Yes, it did. So. Yeah, I'm very happy to see Kristen continuing to um, hold the fort for the brains who still want to be called brains, at least. Yeah. Who are still aligning themselves with brains because <laughs> I don't know that we can count Bomi as a and a, a, a loyal brains member Bomi, anymore. Bomi is on his own revenge train, as he has said. He is he's on the revenge tribe. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and the commitment to like the commitment to the revenge right up into even like this vote was is is uh, commendable in its own right, I guess. Yeah. Do we want to sort of start from the beginning a little bit and go over? Because the fallout from the Taylor Tribal Council actually resulted in quite a bit. Um, the biggest thing being that Sydney heard Shervin say to Eric during the <laughs> Tribal Council that if it's me, I'll give you my idol, which seemed to sort of ignite the fuse that ended up leading to Sydney going for Shervin among the many, many different instances of Sherwin going for Sydney. Yes. Yeah. And so did that happen? Like, did that? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that conversation, Sherwin did not say that. 
as far uh, as we know. No, as far as we know, Shervin did not say that. We're, we'll we'll have him on the episode later today. Maybe he has some idea of what that conversation was that was actually misheard. Yeah. Because as far as we know, this is also this was also said before Craig revealed to both Eric and Shervin that he had the fireball idol. Right. Because um, we see that conversation happen post tribe or like post vote, right? After yeah. Goes. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing that happens sort of out in this in this fallout of the tribal council is Craig is sort of going up to Eric and Shervin. He's got he's had this trio alliance going for a while now. It used to include Kayla, but she went. Uh, and he's trying to cash in on that check of hey, you told me if we vote for Taylor this one more time, we can go for Sydney. Can we go for her here? Yeah. Uh, and he also tells them that he got uh, the fireball idol. Yeah. Kendall, what do you think about uh, Craig telling them that he got the fireball idol? Okay. I don't know. I'm not sure. And I'm, I'm curious to see kind of how this plays out for him. I think that the fact that he won individual immunity is like kind of best case scenario because it really solidifies. Like he, he's not um, at risk of it being flushed now like he doesn't have to use it at this tribal and it's only probably it's only good till it's six, only good right? for one more tribal after this one yeah. and so he knows he's making it now he knows he's making it to five right yeah. um i mean i guess he didn't know that when he told them so it's like <laughs> a risk there but i think that um yeah i'm not i'm not really sure i do think though that it was nice to see craig say like a bra needs to go this week and i think that him um telling Eric and Shervin about his idol like was some like kind of leverage to really um make that feel more threatening than it maybe would have if Craig was just Craig like sort of like a power play of we need to get a brawn here also I have an idol so you better not yeah so it's not me uh, and uh it's not I it best not be my ally Kristen kind of thing yeah yeah but I don't know. Do you think it was a good call to tell to tell Eric and Sherman at this stage? I don't know. Uh, I, it's it's one of those things where once the information is out, like a general rule in Survivor is to not tell people about your advantages. Um, yeah. Unless you have like a concrete plan of what you're going to be doing with it. Mm. Um, Craig might have, might have been planning to play at the next tribal anyway if he didn't end up winning immunity. And in that case, it might be okay. But then you lose like the surprise factor. Um, if, if there is an, a known idol, people know to play around it. Um, and the other question is like, do they even really believe him? I will sort of ask that question later on of, did they believe that the fireball idol was real along with, uh, Bomi's acorn idol that was right. poking out of his, uh, his suit pocket every once in a while. <laughs> right. Which we know at least that Taylor didn't think was real or didn't really think about it. Right. That yeah. Was Anyways, but we're not sure what the like general consensus on Bomi's fake idol is. Um, I will say that from the edge, there was some consensus that Bomi had an idol. Really? Um, And I think it was due to one of the confessionals that came out of the ice, a person and take a confessional challenge. Mm. I think he actually told someone in one of those confessionals that he had an idol. And he was lying even to the camera. Uh, smart. Like, just, like, <laughs> the consistency and yet the chaos. Like, the, the ability to craft a lie like that. Anyways, just a session, he's such an interesting player. The only other real thing that happened before the challenge is we saw a little bit of Kristen uh, and a little bit of her regret over not getting the idol to be played for Taylor. 
in that tribal council because they all sort of knew that it was going to be Taylor. It was a unanimous vote on Taylor. Uh, there wasn't even a vote from Taylor on someone else because he ended up trying to do the shot in the dark. Right. Um, and it raises a question about this idol, which is how much of this is it Kristen, Craig, and Taylor's idol? And how much of it is just Craig's idol? I mean, it kind of really just feels like Craig's idol, right? And I think, like, this is the thing. It's like holding the idol in your hand, as we know from season two, is, like, so important. Really the only thing that matters, the actual possession of the idol. This is it. And, like, if you're not the one who has it in your hand, there is, like, even a real possibility that your greatest nemeses in the game are going to get past the idol, right? Like, that's how... Um, that's how important it is to actually hold it and have it. And even, even for symbolic purposes, the fact that like Craig has not shared, like Kristen has not held onto the idol as, as far as we know at any point yet. Like, except maybe to take a swig from it. This is it to help contribute <laughs> to the idol, even being like, you know, functional in the first place. I don't think we've seen Kristen even hold it, which I think yes. is maybe telling of. And we also haven't seen Kristen or, or Taylor actually go up to Craig and try to get it played. So yeah. who knows? Maybe in the case of they they hear about it, then they're like, oh, yeah, we'll play it for you tonight or whatever. Yeah, uh, We didn't see that happen in that tribal. Obviously, Taylor maybe should have. <laughs> To talk to her like, hey. Yeah. Well, I think for any, I think, you know, at that point, if you basically know you're going home, like, you know, it's good to scramble. You can, you can do whatever you got to do. And yeah. You want if you just idle me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because one one vote or one, yeah, anyways, one one more day, one like making it pass through one more tribal can make yeah. um, a whole game of a difference as we know with Sydney, right? And we yeah. get into the challenge after this. It is uh, Sudoku in the forest. Yeah. Um, a, a tough challenge for, for some. Um, where it's sort of a balance of like decision making, actual Sudoku skill, some memorization. We saw some people actually yeah. put down the wrong number that they got from the forest over the course of the challenge. Mm. Um, what would be your strategy for it? Would you just try and flip up the paper and try and solve the Sudoku oh, yeah. without running into the forest? I Look, I play three Sudokus a day every single day, okay? <laughs> I do the easy, medium, and hard every day at the New York Times. I, ever since, again, you and Cole got me hooked on the mini crosswords. It's now <laughs> part of my game packet, whatever. I, I feel so absurdly confident in my Sudoku skills and so not confident in my running skills you know what I mean in my like speed and agility there's not a chance in hell I would just flip the paper put my head down and get it done I do think there is an angle here though too yeah. which is at this point in the game it has been a very long day for the players yeah they are all mentally exhausted that's fair. And you see some, like, Shervin was, like, kind of shaking almost, like, panting a little bit through through some parts yeah, of Yeah, well, I mean, right? mentally exhausted, and then you run into the forest, see yeah. something, and come back, and then you're physically exhausted on top of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not exactly the most uh, conducive to solving a Sudoku as, as uh, 
you know, a nice uh, cold, cool breeze coming through the window as you. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's very chair. fair. Some different <laughs> circumstances. I, I, I guess that's fair. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's an interesting twist on the Sudoku puzzle challenge we had in season two because it's an individual challenge. And so you actually have to like make decisions about how you're going to use your time. Right. Whereas last time. You just leave one person back and everybody else goes. Exactly. And so there wasn't the same decision, like the same, actually, whoever it was that you chose to do the puzzle and whoever it was that was going to um, like memorize which numbers go where, like that mattered, but not in the same way as like, how are you actually going to divvy up your time as it did for this one? Yep. Yeah. That's interesting. And after that challenge, we see, we see Craig win it. Um, after like some pretty close close up shots of people who are pretty close, I think Tom was a little bit off in terms of Craig being so far ahead of everyone else in terms <laughs> of his uh, his announcement of the challenge. And then we see a little bit of an embarrassing moment for me, which is the Edge making yeah. their analysis of what's going on in the game, including Taylor, who just got voted out, who Fresh. I think should know better. Yes, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> who con- confidently saying. That Sherman and Sydney are definitely a pair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And and it's it's internal battle between them and Chelsea and Eric. And I was right about Chelsea and Eric being a pair. Not so right about Sydney and Sherman. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? The whole episode is, um, you know, a classic tale of the harms of misinformation and not checking your sword and like you know just taking uh, info at face value yeah yeah and then we get into idle cans instead of idle hands which was fun yeah was what was your fun. was your uh, I, I have some some particularly fun moments from that challenge the first was neil joining because we needed an even number of participants for the bracket yes uh the second was the slow-mo kick from Malone to yes. keep his can above the above the ground. Yes. And I love the dedication, Malone's dedication to the game and the spirit of the game is just superb. And then Taylor giving up the round to Kayla because she gave him a burger. Wait, I don't know that I caught that that's what was sorry. I don't know that I caught that. He that said, was what just wait, happened. I can't do this. You gave me a burger and then just lets the can fall to the ground. Oh my God. I did not, I didn't, that did not like, I think I was so hooked on the slow-mo replays. I'm just like obsessed with this, all of the slow-mo replays. I don't think that I realized that that's what happened there. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So food, food, uh, food bribes, an important aspect of life on the edge. Yes. And um, who knew that it would be a big part of Survivor Calgary in addition to like real Survivor, but goes yeah. a long way yeah and as the edge finishes up here so begins the chaos yes uh it looks like as this is sort of starting to happen there is an initial grouping of Shervin, Kristen, craig and eric all going against sydney it seems like everybody involved in this vote sort of wants this vote to happen they all want sydney to go yeah and they have a majority they have four they just need to manage possibly the extra vote from Sydney and possibly any idols that might come up. Yeah. Yeah. And then you look at the little bar that says how much time is left in the episode. And you realize there's 18 minutes left. 
<laughs> yes. Yes. There's a lot of gameplay to go here. And it is mostly in the conversations between Chelsea and Eric that we see these decisions being made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they and are especially that last one right in front of the truck, right? Yeah, they are quite clearly the sort of linchpins in this vote. Um, yeah. What do you think about how they approach the vote? What do you think about um, how how they got pulled in in either way? Because I don't think either of them really wanted Shervin. Like, Shervin was probably, like, fourth on their list of people to go, maybe. <laughs> like, it was yeah. each other. Then it was, then it was probably Shervin. And yeah. then it was probably everyone else in the game in terms of order of how do they want to eliminate the people. Yes. But yeah. it ends up being Shervin for them because of other other factors. And I don't totally know that I even understand like how all of this came together. Like I tried to keep my, tried to keep the like lineage of, yeah, how, how it all went down. But I don't know that I even totally understand how we got there. Other than that, there's like, there's been concerns about Shervin's sneakiness and mm-hmm. the fact that he turned on Sydney turned on Sydney and was explicit about like focusing on t- Sydney as a target maybe a little bit earlier than some of the other bronze um, and that has maybe fed some of the you know like keeping one eye out for Shervin in the last little while but I'm not totally sure that I understand how all of this like how My, how yeah. this came to be yeah My theory is that Sydney coming with the Sour Patch Kids mm. and relaying what Shervin told Bomi to Eric and Chelsea actually probably did solidify Chelsea towards voting for Shervin instead of voting for Sydney. Right. Um, right. Because that's her hearing, oh, I'm not a priority for him if he's right. willing to sort of throw me under the bus a little bit. That's my That's my theory. There's also a lot of chaos that happened after that truck truck conversation, I'm sure. Yeah. We're going to be talking to them. The interesting thing is this truck conversation, they were leaning towards Kristen and maybe Shervin and maybe Sydney. And then the truck conversation is like, actually, what about three votes on Bomi? <laughs> <laughs> Which I was going to say, the fact that he has made it through, at least from the conversations that we saw, the fact that he has made it through relatively, like, untouched as a still didn't get a vote here and and the fact that he's the fact that he's as chaotic and like wild as much of a wild card player as he is and that um and that he hasn't really been seriously considered as like as a as someone to vote out even for even for braun to maintain control and like some sense of like the numbers over the vote like is is I, I don't know how that's happened. But, I think but then I say that, but him and Sydney are so close now, right? And I think I think that's a key key relationship keeping him in the game. I yeah. also think his strategy of being so aggressively anti-brain mm. and sort of like sort of singular in that focus and how he's presenting to people means that despite how chaotic he's actually played in terms of like votes for like Connell one random vote. Mm. Um his messaging is very clear that people think they know what to expect out of him. We had right. Sydney, we had Sydney um, have the conversation right. where she's like, "Oh yeah, Bomi's great. He'll just do uh, sort of what we want. He'll he'll vote with us. He wants to right. just follow us, and then we'll deal with it once we're all there." Um, yeah. Which is an interesting 
I guess, perspective on why he's still in the game. Totally. And I guess I hadn't considered that because, you know, yeah, like that he's he's uh, like almost if you if you took him at face value, like kind of irrationally focused on brains, the only brain left is Kristen. And so it doesn't really make it like he's not a player that seems to be actually, do you know what I mean? Like, which which is so different than how he was perceived. It seemed to be in that first round when y'all voted him out. When it was like he is playing, and he know like, and there's some very clear strategy and like thought that's going into, and even how you know when he kind of first came back into the game, yeah, it's almost like, well, there's one more brain, and then what? Then what's your then what's your approach, right? And so, um, probably makes him seem like less of a threat than he actually might be. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, we do yeah. see him making these conversations with Craig and Kristen, and while he's entirely planning on trying to get Kristen out. And he does eventually end up voting Kristen in this episode. Yeah. Uh, the vote breakdown was uh, four votes for, or two votes for Sydney from Craig and Shervin. Yeah. One vote for Kristen from Bomi because I think Bomi was also going to vote for Shervin if they had anything to do with it. Um, but they just weren't able to tell him in time. Right. Based off of Sydney's uh, voting confessional. And then Sydney, Chelsea, Kristen, and Eric voted for Shervin in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Big moves. Big moves. Kristen being in that group is very interesting to me. Yeah. Kristen was frequently brought up as sort of a free agent that could be brought into any of these votes that people were considering. It was always, uh, okay, we could do this vote on this person, and yeah. we would get me, you, and Kristen. And it's like, yeah. okay. Or yeah. we could get this person, this person, this person, and Kristen. <laughs> um, which is an interesting position for her to be in now that she is without a number one. Totally. And I actually, there was one point when Eric was talking to Chelsea, and he was talking about the different like the different scenarios. And in both scenarios, he was like, I talked to Kristen and she said she'd vote for Sydney. And I talked to Kristen and she said she'd vote for sure. Like he had double counted her in. And I was like, did you talk to Kristen? Cause it sounds like actually maybe I don't know that that's super clear. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that probably speaks to how she was like perceived that her role in the game was perceived. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now I do think there is a lot of confusion in this vote. Yeah. And I think there is one way of sorting out some of that confusion. <laughs> A good let's, transition. Bring in, <laughs> let's bring in two of the people who are central this vote Shervin, who was voted off, and Eric, who was uh, hiding behind that truck. <laughs> <laughs> How are you two doing? Good. I'm well, thanks. Okay, thanks Shervin, how was how was watching it back? You seem to be sort of content in the in the post post vote confessional. Are you still in sort of that state of mind? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, again, I think I, I played the game the best that I could with the knowledge that I had. There was a couple pieces of information that now looking back, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> like if I knew that stuff, maybe I would have played the game a little bit differently, but I think in the long run, looking back, I'm happy with the decisions that made. Do you have any examples of things that like, Oh, if only I knew. Yeah. I had no connection or no uh, idea about the connection between Bomi and Sydney. None. Oh. I, I had no idea that like the two had talks or anything like that, because I would have never spoken to Bomi about the idea of bringing up Sydney if I knew the two had a connection, because then I knew that the information would go straight to Sydney and Chelsea. Yeah. Um, but of course, not knowing that information, what I thought was like Kristen, Bomi would be a free agent, but he wasn't. Um, uh, I mean, he was kind of weird in the vote in that he did his own thing, but, uh, regardless, he wasn't on my side. That's for sure. 
And Eric, uh, also, you edited this episode. Uh, yeah. Good job on that one. How are How is it feeling watching it back one more time? <laughs> I watched those clips probably hundreds of times. <laughs> and uh, it was the one episode that I wanted to watch back because I feel like that was um, the one episode where I – I had too much going on and I maybe um, I wanted to watch it back to figure it all out. And it was as hard to watch as you could probably think <laughs> it was, yeah. uh, <laughs> even though I edited it, it was very, um, yeah, it was hard to watch. <laughs> there was, there was truly so much going on. And when you said, when, uh, when Tom like turned to you during tribal and, and I asked you a question, you were like, Look, man, I don't fucking know what's going on. I was like, me neither. I feel that. I also don't know what's going on. And I think, Eric, it was kind of the first time that we really saw you, like, crack a little bit and, like, show some of that stress, like, in front of the other players. Like, I think we've seen it a little bit in maybe the last episode, more in the confessionals, but it feels like the first time that you were kind of more more publicly, like, "Uh, this is a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, it was uh, partly because I was sitting right next to Shervin and uh, I, I knew what was about to happen and it was just killing me. But then the other part that wasn't really caught on camera was that the confusion that you guys saw at Tribal Council. And I mean, I think everybody who plays the game understands this, but the time between the challenge and Tribal Council is so fast and you don't really like, had I talked to Shervin and Craig like if we like switch the order of those conversations, I think this all would have gone differently, but it was just like, I had that quick conversation with Craig and Shervin. And then it was like me and Kristen and then just me and Chelsea and a variety of other people. And it was just, so when we got to tribal council and I went up to Sydney and we, I was just kind of confirming that it was Shervin. Cause in my mind, the conversations I had had with Sydney is that she wanted to do that. And she looked at me like, Oh really? And I was like, what do you mean? Oh, really? <laughs> and I was like, and then, so it was one of those things she's like, oh yeah, sure. We'll do that. And I was like, but I didn't understand what that meant. And I, it, it was so, it, it was so much going on. And if I had any way to bring that back um, and I just, I don't know if I could have had three or five more minutes, I think we probably could have avoided having to do that, but uh, it was not something I wanted to do. Let's put it that way. I think a sort of central question that a lot of us have coming out of that episode is it looked like you and, sorry, you and Chelsea had a plan to go to Sydney, see if uh, she wanted to keep the four together and just vote for Kristen. And then if that wasn't the plan, try and get Kristen on board for this three, two, two split. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, actually ended up happening after that truck conversation that sort of led it to switch back over to just getting Sherman out. I think, and if I'm remembering this correctly, and again, this all happened fast, was that it was, I was of the mind that I was really not wanting to lose Sherbin because I had the idea that Chelsea wasn't going to vote Sydney. So I was thinking, okay, Chelsea's not going to vote Sydney. They're leaning towards Sherbin. They weren't necessarily like 100% on Sherbin, but they we didn't really have any other plans. So that's why I started to pitch the Kristen, or um, the... Uh, the Boeing? Um, yeah, the three, yeah, the uh, the three, two, two vote. And uh, I was sitting there, but Chelsea didn't seem to think that if we kept Sydney and Shervin in and sort of tried to like make that work, she didn't see it happening. She didn't see that 
if we if we just sort of blindsided Sydney on that, that it would be good. I think in my mind, I think that probably would have worked. It would have been awkward, <laughs> but I think it would have maybe held us to a bit more of a, a position moving forward. But if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, Chelsea wasn't willing to make that move. And I didn't really want to tell Sydney what we were doing there. I was more, leaning towards keeping Shervin and Sydney in the dark and trying to put the votes um, three of them onto Bomi because uh, Kristen uh, to answer your question, Kendall, she was open for business and she did a really good job in hindsight of just sort of telling me anything I wanted to hear. And uh, she, she basically said, yeah, you want to vote for Shervin? I'll vote for Shervin. She's like, Oh, you want to vote for you want to vote for Sydney? I'll vote for Sydney. And she and I believed her, and she did vote with me. Anyone um, but me. <laughs> yeah, she did a really good job. And in hindsight, I probably should have sniffed out that that was maybe a red flag <laughs> because because uh, uh, the fact that she was just sort of willing to do whatever um, maybe that was something that I should have sniffed out. So, Shervin, we have this scenario where somehow it ends up being where you and another person vote for Sydney, Sydney and probably Bomi end up voting for you. And then uh, Kristen, Eric and Chelsea end up voting Bomi out. What would your reaction have been towards uh, particularly Eric and Chelsea after that vote? So if the votes got split that way, honestly, I wouldn't have been too surprised because I realized an ep- I don't know if it was an episode or two episodes ago that I one was, of the episodes you were talking about, Sydney. No, no, no. no. I, I realized a couple episodes ago that I was out of control on the game. So mm. what ended up happening was there was a vote where we were determining whether to get out Kayla or Sydney. And it was at that time that I decided to make my move to get Sydney out of the game because I thought she's the number one threat in the game. And I thought selfishly, everyone would agree with me and get her out of the game. And when I realized I was in trouble was when I tried to convince Eric to vote Sydney, Eric wouldn't budge. And Eric would stay very firm saying that he didn't want to make this move. And when I couldn't get what I thought was my strongest ally in the game to agree with me on a vote, from that point on, I knew I was out of control on the game. Um, so coming into this tribal council, honestly, what I thought was it's either going to be Sydney or me going out, but if Bomi went out, I wouldn't have been surprised because I wasn't the one in control of the game. Uh, so that's just how I felt about the situation. Shervin, are you a Survivor fan? Like, are Uh, you a fan of the show? Do you watch the show? (laughs) I've watched like two seasons but okay. i do not have the knowledge that a lot of the players in the game i uh, came in with um like i i was one of the contestants asking a bunch of questions about like <laughs> idols and how they worked and when you could play them and all this stuff so uh i was definitely uh less a fan than a lot of the players okay because i was gonna say there was i think when you the moment in the episode when you said something sort of similar to what you just said now where you're like I don't really know what's going on. I'm pretty sure that whatever happens next is going to change the tide of things. Like, I think it might be me. I was like, that's a pretty 
like that's a pretty uh, astute observation. I was like, I wonder if he knows the dynamics of the game enough to kind of have a sense of what's going on. So, yeah, it does. It does sound that despite that knowledge gap, you did have a pretty good read of what was actually going on in the game, in terms of Sydney being the number one threat, but also you being in a sort of position where you were stuck. You had the golden handcuffs of this excellent Brawn Four Alliance. Yeah. But you couldn't really get out of them. <laughs> no, it, and it was, you know, it was a weird situation because I'm stuck in this position where we can't have discussions about voting other players out like Kristen or, you know, someone else on the outskirts. I didn't want Craig going out because I, I, I thought I could, I had a good relationship with Craig and I was right about that. Um, but my worry was if I get Kristen out, I'm going to have the same problem next tribal council. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this problem has to be sorted out one way or another. Uh, either Sydney's got to go because I think she's a huge threat or I got to go. <laughs> and of course here I am. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's super fair. Okay. So this is a recurring question that we have um, is like whether players in the game believed the idols that were real and the idols that were fake so did did both of you like or did either of you believe that Bomi's acorn idol was real um and when craig told you he had the fireball idol did you believe him i'll let eric start go ahead yeah. um i believed craig 100 uh yeah. i the a part of the maybe what caused my real issue in this particular episode was that I was spread too thin and I had a really good relationship with Sherman and Craig, but I also had a really good relationship with um, Chelsea. And I also had a pretty good side relationship with Kristen. So I was sort of like, I was in too many conversations and it probably hurt me. Well, and no one really wanted to get rid of Bomi. No. And so it was one of those things where when Craig told me that I was 100% like, yeah, awesome. Great. And then I kind of was like, oh, that's good to know. Um, Bomi's acorn idol. I don't remember even knowing that was a thing. Uh, mm. I don't think it even came up to me. You didn't, you didn't notice the little burlap sack poking out of his. <laughs> yeah. But you got to remember, this is the dude that came in a suit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's one of those things where it's like tactical camp camping suit baby well, it's like he could have literally had an idol hanging around his neck and i would have been like that's just bony like I, yeah so and the I, sunglasses on all weekend yes. they never when come talk, when i heard you talk about that acorn idol i truly that was um news to me to bring up a quote from the last episode yeah. Sherman, what do you think i i still don't know what color bony's eyes are <laughs> I, I didn't know what alliances he had. I, I, had I, I didn't know he had an acorn anything in his pocket. I uh, I knew nothing about that man. Okay. That I'm man was a, yeah, <laughs> he was a mystery to me. Um, that being said, uh, yes, I believe Craig 100%. When he told me about the fireball idol, I, I believed him. Uh, and to be honest, like I, I wasn't worried about it. Um, I sh should have asked him for the idol. I didn't think he'd spare it to me. Um, uh, but that, that being said, um, I wasn't worried about him having it because to be honest, uh, my plan was to get me, Craig and Eric in the final three. Mm -hmm. That's what I want, who I wanted in the 
uh, final three. Um, so I was like, oh, one of my final three members has the idol. Like, okay, cool. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And so, Shervan, just real quick, was there any point at which you thought to take a shot in the dark before? Uh, so, um, there's two layers to that. The first was uh, I wasn't drinking uh, during the entire event, and I kind of thought taking the shot in the dark without drinking is kind of cheating. <laughs> uh, that, that being said, um, I wouldn't have taken it anyway because – uh, from my perspective there, if Sydney had some sort of vote advantage, I needed my vote mm. in terms of a vote split to actually get her out of the game. So I didn't have the luxury of falling back on a shot in the dark. Uh, and especially because I wasn't confident which way the vote was going to go. I knew it would go one way or another, but I needed my vote uh, to be confident in what I was doing in the game. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting dichotomy when these votes are super chaotic that you really want the safety of the shot in the dark. But uh, if you take it, then you have a five and six chance of maybe possibly ruining the vote yeah. uh, or at least breaking some trust. Um, yeah. So, yeah. 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 You have any more questions for either of our two players here, Kendall? No, I don't think so. Thank you both for joining us and for playing such interesting, fun games. Yeah. Is there anything from the two of you before we let you go? Yeah, no, I I think uh, I just to like, I spread myself too thin and that's for certain. But Shervin knows and I know he knows that we were boys and I really did not ever think I was going to do that. And if you didn't see the stress in the episode, as you mentioned, Kendall, uh, that was uh, not something I wanted to do. And I felt like with the clock ticking down, it was my only like way to move <laughs> forward. And I tried to like rationalize it at the moment, but Shervin, you know, man, I didn't want to do that. And I apologize. <laughs> oh, actually, Eric, I'm actually curious. What was like your ordering of like who you would want gone in like the, the ideal scenario? If that tribal well, could have gone anyway, if so, there was only one vote and it was yours. Yeah, I mean, so the thing is, and this is the part that sure, like, I didn't like. Sydney was absolutely a threat. Shervin's hundred percent spot on, but I was viewing it more from a numbers perspective, and I, I was taking a risk on like, I hope we can deal with it later because I didn't think I would beat her either, but I didn't want to vote Sydney. I really didn't want to vote um, Shervin or Chelsea. Um, it would probably. I probably would have, if, if I had a clear assurance that everyone could have voted um, Kristen, I would have done that. And Bomi, I would have done that. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to vote Craig. Didn't want to vote Sydney. Um, you couldn't vote Craig anyway. Yeah, that's true too. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, Kristen or Bomi, I think in a perfect world is what would have happened. I was talking a lot about the Sydney thing and in a way I was truthful, but I didn't want it to be that particular episode. And Shervin, do you have anything, any last words? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, no hard feelings. We were boys during the season. We had a lot of fun out there. You know, I, and for the record, I knew it was over when in tribal council, I looked over at Eric and he would not look me in the eyes. I was like, I, was like, I know exactly what's going to happen. And I was like, he's sweating over there. He's like, he's oh, I recognize, I recognize that situation. Yeah. 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 It was, it was hilarious to watch. Um, 
and then as far as far as everything goes, I had a ton of fun. Thank you so much for having me. It was one of my like biggest highlights in uh, uh, of the year when I uh, when I played in that game. So I'm happy. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Awesome. Great to hear. Well, thank you both for joining us again. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we have some things to do to, to finish up the episode, but uh, have a great night. All right, thank thanks. Thanks. All right, Kendall. We have okay. one more thing to do. Yeah. Because you don't get off the hook, even though Cole isn't here. <laughs> okay. Player of the week. The amount I... of players that you have to choose from are going down. Yeah, I don't know that that makes it any easier. I'm not sure. So I would you argue, give me a are you going to give me a short list? I'm going to give you a short list. I'm going to give you a short list. I think there is a clear, I think you can only really pick people who voted correctly this week. Okay. I don't think you can pick Bomi because he wasn't let into the vote. I don't think you can pick Shervin, obviously. And I don't think you can pick Craig. Okay. Um, mostly because Craig, like Craig, that, that vote completely blindsided him. Yeah. The point yeah. towards people, um, Eric, ultimately probably did have the most control over the vote. It didn't go yeah. how he wanted, but it pro he probably did have the most control over it. Chelsea is probably second in terms of that power and probably tied with him yeah. realistically, especially because her digging her heels in on not voting for Sydney probably kept it away from Sydney. Yeah. Uh, Kristen, the ultimate free agent, uh, was I mean, able to sort of maneuver around. Yes. And then there is Sydney, who somehow once again, again. <laughs> gets through one of these votes where everyone is throwing out her name while she's just chewing on some Sour Patch Kids. Seriously. <laughs> a different snack every tribal, um, which I respect and admire. Yeah. I don't, I, it is honestly, and like, I don't even, I don't even totally know. I don't even totally know how she got, out of it other than i guess other than the fact that she had such strong alliances with chelsea and bomi in particular right i think the bomi one is what really saved her for sure and like the fact that even Kristen, i think is sympathetic to like her preference i think is that she's gonna maintain her relationships with sydney and chelsea moving forward yeah um but like it didn't look like Sydney broke a sweat at all in this episode, right? Like no, she's it's, it's more so... of a testament of how she set up things yeah. prior. Yeah. Right? Where I think the big difference between Shervin and Sydney going into this tribal council is Sydney very obviously has a larger threat level on her. Yeah. But Shervin's most most of Shervin's relationships are just with, with Eric and Craig yeah. and Chelsea. Oh, yes. Right? She yeah. doesn't have or he doesn't have the the Kristen or the Bomi relationship, really. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Oh, it's tricky. It's tough. And I mean, I think like, but because I think it's, I think it's just like unbelievable that Sydney is maintaining as much control over the game with doing like seemingly so little at this state. Like, see, see, so not, the, the intervention is not as clear. And then we see Eric like literally sweating buckets but also maintaining, again, a lot of control, right? Like, uh, you know, between him and Chelsea, um, they've really orchestrated how this kind of came, how this came to be. And this, I think, this vote was decided in the truck conversation and the, the yeah. side conversation before the truck conversation, for sure. Yeah. And the fact, honestly, again, that, that also Eric is not being even targeted, really. And, like, people are not looking to him as, like, people are not looking at him 
um, and, and talking about how much control he has over the game in a way that's proportional to how much control he is actually like yeah. having. It is interesting that people go to him with all of yeah. these conversations, but still aren't really targeting him with a lot of the actual like yeah. threat. Um, it seems to be like a lot of people are considering jury threat to be more of a narrative angle. Yeah. Um, with Bomi and Sydney being at the top of the list. For sure. For sure. Um, and so I think, I think that this week I'm going to go Sydney with Eric being honorable mention for sure. And I think like, I would like to repeat, I think this is the second or third week in a row that I'm impressed with Bomi making it as far as he has and, and really also seeming to set himself up in a way that's like kind of flying under the radar. But I think the, the uh, like Eric is just, um, despite the stress and the sweat, like knows what the fuck he's doing here and is clearly um, on top of, on top of, on top of it. And, and really wait. Yeah. Exercising a lot of control. So he's the honorable mention, but Sydney. Sydney somehow makes it through once more. Yes. Thank you. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know where the end of that sentence was going. One more yeah. question I have for you. Yeah. Winner predictions. Oh. Cole had Cole had Eric. You had Kristen, I believe. I did. She's still in. She's still she... doing a good job of of being in in the vote. She voted correctly this episode. Yeah. How are you thinking about winner equity going into the now final six? I want it for Kristen. I think that it's not looking good. I think what that scenario it's... do you think she she what what's the what's the problems that she has going forward? I just don't know that like. I just don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> it just feels so tenuous. And I just like, I keep trying to have faith in her, you know, play, her strategy of playing from the bottom. And I want it so badly for her, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. She would be, I think she would be an underdog, right? Um, at this point in the game, it feels like mm -hmm. she would be an underdog. Do you see a path forward for Kristen? I mean, I can't you say. You know how the game goes. I know <laughs> how the game goes. <laughs> You know how the game... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would like to see it, but I'm not sure that I know. Who who sure. do you see the clearest path for at this point? I mean, I think that... Um, I think that Sydney and Eric, I feel like the strongest contenders. And um, it just... It just feels... I don't want... I almost like don't want to root for them because they're bronze and they're doing so well and that's who i am as a person but connell's gone <laughs> i know but it's what it's about what it represents you know what i mean it's about all the it's about the symbolism of it but i don't i i mean i think it would be really sydney's got an incredible i i don't see i, I think it would be really hard i i think all of the players are correct that if they're in a final three with sydney is it's going to be tough to swing that jury yeah. swing the jury vote um, I think that maybe Bomi in a final three situation would be as like close to a competitor as you can get for Sydney. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Craig's playing also like by this, like by the seat of his pants and has won immunity this week. 
doesn't seem to really know what the fuck is going on, but like who knows what the last yeah. couple of tribals can Still bring, has that right? idol too. Yeah. So basically I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> and that's what makes Survivor as someone, fun. As someone as someone who is editing these episodes and getting the finale together, that's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no clue. And yeah, who who wants to watch a game that they know, you know, the end is the end is clear. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you for uh Joining me today, Kendall. I know, Thank I know you I'm, I'm a, a subpar replacement. <laughs> no, an excellent replacement. The uh, Keegan and Kendall K Alliance lives to see another day. Yeah. And we'll yeah. be the, the Earn Buddies come all stars. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> it was so close. All right. Well, yeah. thank you everybody for joining us today. We're going to be ending it here. Have a great week and we'll see you Sunday. Bye, Keegan. Bye.